You're listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, episode 107. You're talking about putting your fuck parts in my head where my brain lives. You know, in nature, only a handful of creatures mate for life. But isn't that like cheating? We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? The safety word is banana. It is so refreshing to be with someone who likes to fuck outside the box. This is the Touch of Flavor podcast. Dating and relationship advice by kinksters for kinksters. Join us as we tackle BDSM, sex, non-monogamy, and how to build extraordinary relationships in an ordinary world. And now your hosts, Cassie and Rigel. Stop having sex with your microphone, Cassie. Why? I, I mean, know. this this microphone told me that it's lonely and it wants me. Don't judge my microphone. I'm not really sure where to go from here. Um, I mean, do you want to join me in the microphone? I don't think so, no. <laughs> but maybe you can do that and Amanda can like watch on the voyeur cam. <laughs> there you go. Or you something. Find, find something for everybody. Yeah. So what else has been going on? Well, it is birthday time a year again. So it uh, is. Amanda and I had our birthdays. You have your birthday coming up. So the three of us are all Virgos. Yeah, it is just as interesting of a living situation as anybody who pays attention to zodiac signs would think. Um, We are very (laughs) strong, opinionated people with all of our own very odd idiosyncrasies. So, um, but yeah, we just had birthdays. Something I feel really grateful for is the gift that my parents gave me, which is this huge canvas printout of a picture that my stepmother, who's a photographer, took um, that has the three of us and the kids. And now I have that above the fireplace. So I'm super thankful for that. And then I'm super horny for the present you gave me. You got me um, the- uh, A bad dragon. A bad dragon, yeah, but I don't know what the name of it is. I'm trying to think uh, of what it is. The it's, actual specific one? Yeah, it's a bad dragon. It It starts with an N. Oh, it's gonna uh, kill me. I'll look it up, but I know, I know that you're excited, but also a little disappointed in the size of your bad dragon. So I'm excited because it looks awesome and- it looks like it would feel nice, um, but I am a little disappointed. It's a little bit smaller than I had originally intended it to be. Nocturne. Yeah, by by I bought it for her, she means I said, hey, do you want a bad dragon? And then we sat down and, and Cassie looked picked at out one. a nocturne. And yeah, I picked out it. Well, and- you did pick a mini. I did pick the mini. I do have to say, so first off, Bad Dragon, in case folks don't know, and this is our first one, but we've seen a lot of them before, and they make super awesome, like, custom fantasy dildos. I've handled quite a few of our friends, and they they are pretty nifty. But what I will say is... So first off, most people are like, oh my God, this toy is way bigger than I expected. So don't don't go like ordering like two sizes up on a bad dragon. But what I will say, as awesome as they are, they have this thing on their website where you can like size a credit card and then it's supposed to show you the size of the toy. And it's a super cool feature. I have to say after using it though, I have suspicions about its accuracy. Yeah. Kind of. Like rather severely. So it was a bit smaller than I, I was hoping. So now you just need another one that's bigger. Yeah. So and then now you'll have two. I just need another one. And the thing is, is that. You can get a green one. Yeah. I mean, I can just get, or I can get a different, you know, toy altogether. And then that way I have like the nocturne and then I have some other monster penis because I need multiple monster penises. Everybody needs multiple monster penises. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not. But yeah, Bad Dragon has really, really cool stuff. We don't have any any you know any kind of business relationship with them at all but their shit is just cool so if you like dildos they're probably worth looking at and they're also and you didn't get this but i know so kind of i think two reasons people tend to go for their stuff number one they're super cool looking 
Number two, you can get them absolutely enormous. The third reason, something they have that I think is kind of unique that we didn't get, but I know a reason some people get bad dragon is like that cum tube deal where like you can actually make it ejaculate, like actually make your dildo ejaculate. Yeah. And the other cool thing is, is like they have like the, um, the ability to kind of like pick your own firmness and stuff like that. So they're, they're pretty nifty. Yeah. Pretty, pretty nifty. So definitely worth checking out. I know that with, uh, COVID right now, it's kind of on again, off again as to when they're able to take custom orders, which is, I think, most of their orders. So you kind of got to like check back. We got lucky that on your birthday, they were taking them again <laughs> and then they stopped. But uh, definitely check them out. They are pretty cool. Yeah. So there was that. And anything else that you want to add? Social distance movie theatering is great. I'm glad it seems like the rain might have calmed down. We we got, uh, I think we've talked before, like with COVID and trying to stay sane, we got like an outdoor movie set up pretty, pretty cheap, which has been nice and got like a screen and like a cheap projector and our son has a speaker. And so we've been trying to do outdoor movie nights, but literally like as soon as we got that stuff set up, we got like two weeks in and then it's been raining ever since. Three weekends in a row. Three weekends in a row, we've had thunderstorms and rain. So I'm glad for that to be done. (laughs) What else? We're going climbing this weekend. I'm so excited about that. We're taking baby climbing. Yes, we're planning on going climbing and taking the baby with us climbing, not taking the baby climbing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We got to wait for her to be a bit bigger and then she can like climb some some small rocks. But uh, yeah, we're going to go climbing. And um, yeah, I mean, I am excited for fall. Um, I'm actually like in a spot where I am accepting that the summer is leaving, which I'm not thrilled about. But I got a pumpkin spice frap the other day. So um, (laughs) wait, are you just happy falls coming for pumpkin spice? Because pumpkin is back. I mean, Yes. That, no, not the only reason. That is a big reason. I love pumpkin spice stuff. But, uh, you know, so like that came and then like I've been able to think about, you know, what I want for the fall. You know, like I am excited for Halloween, not for trick or treating, but just because I like dressing up. I like having a, a reason for it. I look forward to things being a little cooler so we can go and hike and go climbing without it being like scorching out and I look forward to the leaves changing and things like that and also I'm looking forward to all the time that I'm getting to spend with you and Amanda and it being an opportunity. Yeah we're doing like a little mini vacation here. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And all the little opportunities that we have to work on our relationship and spend time together and to enjoy each other which kind of brings us to like the topic that we're going to be talking today. We're going to be. Do um, tell. Yeah, we're going to be talking to Jerry and Renee, who are previous clients, who are now at a point where uh, they're looking forward to the fall too, right? They, uh, they're looking forward to all the things they can do in their relationship because they were able to kind of turn things around and get back to a place of enjoying those moments and opportunities. Yeah, we love sharing these with you every so often just because I think it's so helpful for people you know, when you're facing challenges or just even you're trying to improve things to hear from people who've kind of been in the same spot, right? And made progress, like what they've learned, what they've taken away, what was standing in their way, how they moved forward. And, you know, you're going to hear from Renee who talks a lot about, you know, the struggles she had with just feeling like her being non-monogamous wasn't normal and how she felt like, she was the only person out there in the world and how, how different she was. And that can be really difficult, but it can be really helpful for other people to hear other people who started off in that place and are now in a place where they're feeling much more empowered as who they are. Yeah. So Renee and Jerry are rock stars. Uh, I think you'll get a lot out of hearing their story. And without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into their interview. Before we, we, we dive in, introduce yourselves. This is Jerry. This is Renee. Why don't we why don't we find out how long you've been together? How long have the been the two of you been together? We started dating in January of nineteen ninety two, so just over you know, twenty and a half years. Yep. Wow. Wow. Awesome. We'll be married a couple of weeks. We'll be married twenty six years in uh, June eighteenth. 
Yep. We got, we got married the day after the O.J. Simpson car chase. Yeah. <laughs> I remember us talking about that on our, on our first call. It's a memorable part of our, uh, of our, of our rehearsal dinner the night before. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's fantastic. That is, uh, that's definitely one of those things that lets you remember it. Mm-hmm. So the two of you went through the MOR program and we're really thankful to have both of you hop on and be willing to kind of share your story and kind of your experience and where things have started, where they were at and where they've gotten to. So why don't we start with just kind of what, like the big picture, right? And when I say big picture, like we'll get in more into the details, but how are you feeling after the program? How, how does it feel right now? How are you feeling? Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Like we're so much more connected right now mm-hmm. than, than we were, you know, just the little things, the little things <laughs> yeah. that used to, the, we used to know each other. It's it, now we're having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. We always love talking to rock stars when they finish up and you two have definitely been up there. <laughs> that is fantastic. Where were you at before you came to the program? Like what was going on? Can you tell me a little bit about that? You want me to start? (laughs) Okay. I will start. We were not communicating. We were literally on the verge of of divorce. We just weren't connected. We felt more like roommates. We got along. It's just there was no romantic connection. We just we just weren't talking about things that we knew we needed to address. I personally was just struggling myself with coming to terms with things that I didn't realize was actually okay to be. Like uh, what I was feeling didn't feel like normal. I felt like I was just, I was not myself. <laughs> and honestly, until I listened to Cassie's podcast, I felt like I, I didn't really know where to turn. We had talked in the past to counselors, and it just didn't seem to help. When I heard Cassie's podcast, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, that sounds like what I'm going through. (laughs) What I'm going through, like, what you described was, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, this is not, I'm not a complete freak. (laughs) I kind of was feeling like, what the heck? I was feeling like there was something wrong with me because I, I just felt like I needed a connection with more than one person. And I didn't think that was okay. It just wasn't the way I was brought up. It wasn't, it just wasn't talked about. And I feel like since going through the program, I feel like not only do I have a better sense of myself, I feel like the strategies that that we've learned through what you've been doing have helped me just be a, a more open happier person and just definitely having more fun. Like Jerry said, I want to dive into some more of that, but can you just tell, obviously we, you know, a lot of non-monogamous people watching this. Can you just tell us a little bit about, you said it was something that you were realizing that you were, you thought the feelings were kind of weird. Like, can you tell us a little bit what your background was with, with monogamy, with non-monogamy coming into things and, and how that had shifted for you and where you were at with that? Yeah. Well, I grew up from, a, a, a very religious family, uh, the Catholic faith and non-monogamy was just not okay. Like that was just something that was a sin. And me feeling the way I felt, I just felt like I was committing sin every day with the thoughts that I was having. And I was feeling like, what is wrong with me? Why can't, why can't I, express my love to just one person like what what's what's going on here and i really had a hard time communicating that with with jerry because i just didn't think it was okay and even in our relationship in even as we were developing as a couple before we even got married it just wasn't accept it just didn't seem like it was the acceptable thing to do so i i just felt like i was wrong <laughs> wrong in every way because of the, just and, the way it was brought up and you know this has been going on for the last five years and she mm-hmm. always every once in a while she would just say you deserve a better wife you deserve somebody better than me I, I wish you could just go meet somebody nice and move on in your life and have a better 
And I kept saying, well, I, I love you and I, I want to work with you and I want to make this work. And trust me, a lot of people were telling me, let it go. It's just not going to work. And, and I just I just believe that we could find a way to work this out. Did I think in the early stages it was going to be agreeing to a, to a, a non-monogamous life? No, because I hadn't really explored that until I heard Cassie's podcast. And then I showed it to Renee. And then she, she kind of just like she started crying. She goes, oh, my God, this woman speaks to me. And I said, well, then, then, we, need to, then we need to talk to her <laughs> you know? because we would go to counseling session. It couldn't didn't matter if it was a guy, a girl, young, old, didn't matter who the person was, the counselor. They're always attacking Renee. Blame, blame, blame. And I understand that in any type of relationship, it takes two to tangle. You have just because she was the one having feelings for other other people, it, it doesn't mean that I didn't have my own part and in, in role in, in, in helping move that along. I, I had my problems that I that we weren't talking through. And, and since we've been on your program and talking, like you said, we, we're, we're understanding it more. And actually, I, I've kind of creating a, a very good monster in her because she's very, she's become very expressive romantically. She's become very open minded, more open minded than she had in the past. And it's, it's just, it's, it's made it of, when we first started this, I had my natural, okay, is this going to really work? Is this really going to work? But when I saw what she was going through and I saw her talking to me and after all the calls and the one-on-ones, oh my God, oh my God, you know, and there were times that she got challenged and there were times that she got put on the spot and had to own her shit. And, mm-hmm. and she yeah. kind of came out of it in the past. I thought she would have just kind of willed back and said, well, it's just not going to happen. And now let's move on. And she, she attacked it. And it's because of that, that we got through it the way we did. And it's just amazing. It's an amazing thing. I'm like, we're two for two on owning your shit during interviews. In the last week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, so, and, and just to kind of speak to what you said, Renee, there's a lot of folks who start in the place where you were at worrying about, is this wrong? Am I doing the wrong thing? And then not feeling good about being a partner to their partner, right? They mm-hmm. feel bad about what their yeah. needs are. And Jerry, I'm, I'm curious for you because I talked to you first. You, you, you set up yep. the call. Can you talk a little bit about where you were at at that point? I was just, I was sad because I love her and I didn't want to lose her. And part of me was thinking, well, maybe there is somebody better for me out there. People have told me that maybe you just need to move on and find somebody who will really treat you well. And, and, and I just, I just, I didn't want that. I just, I, I, something in my gut said that this was, this was the right thing. Her and I, there was a reason we got together and whatever reason we met, there's a reason we have a family. And, and I know too many people that divorce. And when I find out why they divorce, it's, I, I think about it. It seems like it's silly things. You divorce because of that. Even infidelity, I understand that happens and you have to work through it. But it, it was hard for me to understand why she wanted other men and why she didn't love me. And she said, you're a great guy. You're a wonderful husband. You're an awesome guy. You're all." She kept telling me all these great things about myself. Then why am I not enough for you? Then when I heard your podcast and then when I showed it to Renee, I started to understand a little bit more that this is how she is. I can't fault her for that. That's This is who she is. Do I want to either A, let her go and, and live a life where she can have fun with whoever she wants to have fun and I'll go find somebody and settle down and be happy ever after and we'll see each other once in a time, once in a while and we'll share the kids from visitations and all that, even though our kids are older? Or do I want to work through this and see if I can go along for the ride? And once I adopted that, once I realized that, I mean, I've, I've had thoughts about other women. I just never really, they didn't really ache at me. They really make me feel like I, I was a bad person. It's natural. And so when I started exploring that, I realized that we can we can still love each other very much and have a wonderful marriage, but still enjoy whether either of us want to have other partners or not. That's that's we we don't know that she's got a partner. I have a partner, but nothing serious, super serious. But once I kind of let that go and explore it and kind of come along for the ride. And the funny thing is, as soon as that happened, I was the one out there having a girlfriend and, <laughs> and, 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 and you know, I cheered him on. I'm like, yes. You know? <laughs> it's so funny. You are not, you are not the first person who like, well, so we have, we have, we have, we, we work with a few kinds of people. We have people we work with who have been poly a long, long time and they're working through relationship challenges. And we also work with people who are first opening up for the first time, right? Usually people have been together a while and, and all of a sudden something shifts. And it's funny because 
a lot of times those people work through it. Yeah, they're still they still come out. Maybe one person's polyamorous and the other's not, right? But we have had times where that monogamous person has decided they were not quite so monogamous at the end of things. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. You two had mentioned being disconnected. And how long had that been going on before that feeling of not not having that connection been going on before you two came across us? Oh, God. Really At least about five years. I mean, if not more. Early 2015 was when I first heard her tell me that she had feelings for other men and Mm -hmm. and a guy in particular. And it was an online thing. But I just kind of thought, well, maybe she's going through a midlife crisis. Maybe she just needs to get to sue her system. Or if she wants another guy and she wants to go with him, then fine. Then I'm not going to stop her. I'm not going to force her to be married to me. So I'd say early 2015. But even before that, for a few years, we had had our disagreements, our disconnection. Intimacy was never a big big thing on her on her part. And I could choose to just let it go or go find somebody to do it with. And I just I stuck through the program with her, agreed to be married on till, till death was part. And just and yeah, I mean I was miserable. There were there were definitely some I can tell you there were definitely a good couple years where I was pretty miserable. And mm-hmm. I had people telling me just just let her go. Get rid of her. But I just Something told me in my gut I couldn't do that. I just It's not like I'm trying to hold on to her. I just felt that I wanted to figure out what's going on. And now we have, thank God. Yeah. Um, it's amazing when I think about how we, even just before we're getting ready to do this, we were doing something funny and she was commenting on something. We're laughing. That was not happening for the last five. From January of this year till 2015 and even beyond, that was not happening. We would kind of go through the motions, but it was just kind of ha, ha, ha. We didn't have fun with each other anymore. And I was feeling very, very tormented because I still loved him, but I was feeling like so guilty that I, I knew I couldn't give to him what I thought he was seeking. And... I was also feeling guilty for having feelings for other other men. And that added to the fact that I just had a hard time communicating. And thank goodness, thank goodness we we found your podcast because things have turned around and we're, we're literally just having fun, like back to like before all that. I, I Googled your podcast while waiting to go in to give blood work for a test. <laughs> for for work thing. And I just was sitting there and I'm thinking, I need to figure something out. I need to find a way to figure out. Counselors aren't going to work. We talked about going to a counselor again. I'm like, this is going to be the same thing. We're going to pay him money. They're going to blame her. They're going to attack her. They're going to, I need somebody that can give her a, a chance to figure out what she needs to do. So she doesn't feel bad. I felt bad that she felt bad. If she just hated me, you're a bad guy. I don't like you anymore. I'm not attracted. You're, you know, just, I don't, okay. I can understand that. But she was saying, you're a good guy. You're a great, great guy. You're, you're a wonderful husband. You're so good to me. Well, okay. So let's figure this out. And I'm so glad we did. That's amazing. And I love the fact that the two of you keep talking about fun, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that we, when we're going through rough things, right, it's really easy to, neglect and forget how much fun is an important factor in our relationships. Like it's good if we can just get along because you're saying we were like roommates. We were just kind of coexisting, but like fun is important. It's it's Mm -hmm. important to feel like you're having a good time in your relationships. I've got one more question on these lines. We're going to move more to the the happy stuff that's happened and Mm -hmm. changed, but on the lines of where you two are at and feel free to answer this question as much detail or as little detail as you're comfortable with. But we have a lot of people who, you know, they get to a point where they're like, man, like we're just too far gone. Like it can't be saved. Like there's, there's nothing left here. You two had said that, that you two had, had mentioned potentially breaking up after 20, however many years together. I mean, how, how much is that coming up for you two? Like how far do you, you two gone with those discussions? Where were you at with that when you were, however much or however little you're comfortable yeah, well, with sharing here? Back in 2012 was our very first discussion about divorce. And through the years leading up to just a few months ago, we were very close to actually being divorced. Had we not found this podcast, and especially with what's going on right now, it could have gone either way. You know, had had we not had this one, what I call a wonderful divine intervention, who who knows? Yeah. It was a very, very serious topic. I was literally considering finding a place of my own, 
we had had periods where I wasn't even sleeping in the same yeah. room. Like it, we were literally separated, but living in the same house. Right. So we've had, and that went on for, I, I would say a good six months, several times throughout since like 2012, I, I would say. And, you know? and, and the worst part about it was that at that, during that time, back when I started with my, my current job that I'm actually leaving to go to a new job. But when I started this job in 2010, the potential to make good money was there. And I saw it right off the bat and she was in a miserable job. And I said, go figure out what you want to do. Go, you know, do your online and marketing, whatever you want to do, do it. And I'll take care of things, which was fine. But unfortunately, nothing really ever materialized with what she was looking for. So it always came down to I'm the main breadwinner and she's like, oh, if we get divorced, where am I going to go? And I'm thinking, yeah, where's she going to go? I mean, she's so it wasn't that I was holding her because of that, but it's just that was a fact. So I was always like, I would just wish she would, her business would take off and she'd start making some money. Then she could be her own person. Maybe she'd be happier. Maybe she'd be more, because she was feeling bad about everything going on. But then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, but he's taking care of everything. He's, he's helping pay the bills and all this. And she's, she's done her part. That was the biggest, the biggest problem. And, and I will say that coming up in a couple of days, June 1st, 2015, I remember the date very well. I actually was on, on the phone with an attorney. Yep. Mm on the phone with an attorney that I was going, I said, my wife's been, you know, having this online relationship with a person and she wants to be with other men and I can't take, deal with this anymore. And I was that close and something happened over those next couple of days that woke her up and we kind of reconnected. And then we still struggled over the last five years, but she kind of, kind of started coming out of her, of herself a little bit and realizing in, in this one situation was a different situation, but she still had these feelings, even though this mm -hmm. one situation resolved itself, she still had these feelings for other people. And so we had to address that. But at that point I kind of stepped away and said, okay, we dodged that bullet. I'm not going back there, but that's how close it was. I was mm -hmm. getting ready to start the papers. So you mentioned <laughs> the finding us through the podcast and listening to that. And from there you, you booked a call and you got on a call and I'm curious, how, how did, how did that go? So you found us through the podcast and actually we, we, you reached out to our Facebook page, didn't you? I, well, I looked, yeah, I did. After I got the yeah. podcast, I got the name of the comp of your program and I looked it up and found the Facebook and did some more research to make sure you guys weren't scam otters or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that yeah, I know. Good. That's good. You did your homework. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, as I said, when we, we, we knew that this was going to be, I, I firmly be, well, believe that this was our last chance. Mm -hmm. You know, if this doesn't work, nothing's going to work. I could win the, the lottery tomorrow. It's still not going to make her not like other men. She might like me a little more. But, you know. <laughs> so let me ask this question. Why was it so important to fix things? Like, I mean, clearly there was a lot going on, right? But a lot of people, they have a lot going on and they just, you know, they break up or they just keep, keep sucking. Right. Like, and, and you two had been together a long time. So why was it so important to fix the challenges that you two were facing? Like, what was, what, what were you thinking about that? Me personally, I truly believe in personal development. And I, I even though I, I had a hard time and struggled with it, I knew somehow, some way I had to grow personally in a different way than I even knew. Like the, I, I kind of had a sense that there was something out there that I just, that wasn't at the time on my radar screen. And I felt like there, there, there was more. I just didn't know the how. And it wasn't until he introduced, showed me about you. I was like, okay, that, like I'm listening now. Okay, I'm paying attention. Like, okay, this could possibly be it. So, yeah. Up until then, she had got anything, any book I found or any video I found or any person or it was always, she went through them. Okay. It was going through the motions. I'll do this to appease. I'll do this just so we can say we tried it. This was different. This was totally different because I saw immediately, like I said, she, she felt like you, you spoke to her. Mm -hmm. And again, this is not just her issue. It's our issue. Mm -hmm. So I figured I have to look at what's going on and what my part and what role in it is. And once I realized that it was easy peasy for me because I'm like, okay, well, I'm fine. I, 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 I've liked other women, but I never really pursued it. But if this is, if this is the way to look at things, maybe this is the better way. I mean, if I can start to see my wife having a lot more fun with me and enjoying me and, and just in everything from 
cooking to being around the house to, to in the bedroom, if that's getting better, then why would I not want to try this? I mean, <laughs> why would I not want to go for it? And it's not like I'm trying it just to do it. I've actually enjoyed it. I've actually realized I'm excited about the opportunities that are ahead for us going forward. I'm excited when she says that she's spending you know time with 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 her partner or likewise with with her with me. And five months ago, I would have sat up going, "Where where is she doing? What where is she? What is she doing? What is she doing?" I would have worked about every little thing about it. Is he better than me? Is he nicer than me? Is he richer than me? Now I don't even know the guy, but. I just know that she enjoys being with them and that's all that matters to me. And, and luckily she's met my girlfriend and she likes her, but even if they had not met, she knows that I'm enjoying myself and it's, we spend a lot more time together than we ever have. Mm-hmm. And we also have other partners, which yeah. is amazing. I also enjoy the fact that he can have another partner to enjoy himself with. It really, I feel like that's fulfilling to me. I really am true. I, it's almost like the the dreams that I was having for him to find some kind of happiness are now coming to fruition. And it actually makes me feel happy to see him happy in a different way with someone else as well. That is so awesome. So you, you mentioned before, you mentioned that Renee, Jerry, you mentioned that Renee, like try everything and do different mm-hmm. things. And I know when we first talked, Renee, you said you're a self-help junkie. So I remember, I remember those yeah. words. Uh-huh. Um, you mentioned books, counselors. Is there anything else that we're missing that you tried before coming to us? Books, counselors? That, that well, I mean, I, I've gone to like personal development events, actually, like, again, that's all part of it. But none of them addressed non-monogamy, you know, there's always part of work on yourself, whether it's your business, whether you're, you're looking at your health and your overall life in general, no one really talked about the, the non-monogamy piece. And at the time I didn't know that that was a piece that was missing until it was literally put in front of my face. And I'm like, this is the piece I never felt completed. Like I felt like I'd gone through some things. I, I had breakthroughs in different areas of my life. It was just this one more thing that just, I didn't know was missing until it was in front of my face. I always like talking to people about counseling because a lot of the people we work with, I'd say most of the people we work with have gone to a couple of counselors. I, I jokingly, I jokingly have this, uh, have this thing. I tell people that like, I didn't come into doing this work with any specific opinion around counselors, but I have developed one as mm-hmm. we've gone. Yeah. But with that, I'm curious, it sounded like you tried a counselor or two or more. Or... Yeah. When, yeah, yeah. When, when things first, first really hit it hard in 2015, when I was, made aware that she was thinking about moving out and moving in with another person and, and leaving the family. And my daughter, our, our daughter was still, still at home. Actually, both our son and daughter were still at home at the time. It was very hard to hide that. <laughs> but when all of that first was going on, we went to see a counselor. I found this person, did a lot of research, seemed like he was a good, good counselor. But once we got in the counseling session, it just, it seemed to me, and I know it seemed to her, but it seemed to me he was constantly attacking her. Mm. Why have you done this? Why are you doing this? What what causes you to do? And that was not my purpose. I didn't want her to feel bad and be be made the yes. blame for this. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is your thing. So what's going on? But I also knew that I had to have be my, what's my part in it? But whatever it may be, is it my personality? Is it something I've said over the years that's upset her? Whatever, we can work through that. But it didn't seem like this counselor cared about that stuff. Yeah. It was made her feel, and it made her feel worse. And it actually made it, we didn't, we only went to a few sessions. And then after that, we didn't go back because she was getting worse and worse. I'm like, that's the last thing I want happening is her going yeah. further away from me. There's, I totally withdrew yeah. after that. So, like, yeah, yeah. I talked less to him as if we exactly. weren't communicating mm. in the first place. It was even worse. Getting back to your question about other things that I'd done. I had spoken to like business coaches in the past and like mentors and that aspect. But again, none of them like addressed any non-monogamy stuff. I didn't even know to talk about that. Like I, I wouldn't even feel safe talking to to, okay. uh, to a business coach about that. So, you know, so again, we've tried counselors. I've, per, you know, tried personal development coaches and business coaches, but never, never anything like this. And, and, and at that time when this all first happened, 
The last thing I was thinking about was accepting the fact that she liked other men and letting yeah. it. Well, I was, I'm like, no, we're going to be married. We're going to be you and I. And, and that's what we all agreed upon. That's how this is supposed to work. My parents stayed together till they're till death to us part and her grandparents, you know, all this. And it wasn't until again, until we got to that boiling point several, several months ago, we found your podcast that I said, maybe this is an option that will work. Some mm-hmm. people may not understand it. And we still yeah. have we still haven't had those conversations with the family. Some people may not understand it. Some people may withdraw, just like you mentioned. Some people in your lives have withdrawn, and that's. I hope that doesn't happen. But I think once people see us, they haven't seen us together in a long time because of COVID. But <laughs> once they start seeing us, we're going to be visiting family this weekend, and I hope they get a chance to see my wife giggling and having fun and flirting with me. And once they see that, they're going to forget about the last five years. And then if they ever say, well, what's your secret? What's, 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 what's the, re- what's the reason for all this? Then we can sit down and say, well, let me explain it. Let me explain who we are. This is who we are. And we're happy. And if that's, if we're happy, that's all that matters. We're not doing anything illegal. We're, no. we're just living our lives. So going back to that first breakthrough call, we sat down, we had a call. Do you remember the, the first thing that I called you, right? The first thing that I said that, that the two of you should do. And, and work on your relationship. I mean, to schedule time together. And, and when I said that, did it sound like bonkers or crazy or, or wacky when I told you, look, this, this is, there's some certain things that are going on and there's really easy ones. I don't know if you remember this. I said, there's certain things that are easy to address, like the scheduling time, right? And you need to do that. And then there's a lot of, and I don't know if you remember me saying this, heart work that you're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. For- for me, the scheduling time was a no-brainer. I'm like, yes, because in the past I've attempted to do that because I feel like just the way I, I'm wired, scheduling time actually for me is my like warm-up to everything. Mm-hmm. For him, I, I don't think it yeah, was I mean, accepted Yeah, I'm, I'm more spontaneous. Well. I'm a romantic. I like to just yeah. I drive home and say, I'm going to give my wife flowers and greet at the door with a big kiss and you know, rip her clothes <laughs> off. And that's not her thing. <laughs> yeah. We, we weren't on the same page no. with that, but it, it, it eventually no. became yeah. that. Yeah. Calendar clothes ripping off time. <laughs> <laughs> Both are good. Both are yeah. good. <laughs> but again, it's a, even over the last couple of weeks, there's been a few times that I'm just out and about doing stuff. And she'll say, when are you coming home? She never did that for the last five. She didn't care. She wouldn't, she would go to bed and never even worry. I could be out till three in the morning. She didn't care. And I'm thinking, I would care if that was my husband. I would care. Now I'll be out. Where, where are you? And it's not like she's being a nagging wife. She's just like, she kind of wants to see me. And I'm like, that's kind of nice. You know, she wants to see me. So, okay. <laughs> so it just makes it, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's just, uh, it's just a lot more fun now. <laughs> so, what were some of the changes that you saw? You know, obviously we worked with you for a bit, but what were some of the changes that you saw like right away? Like what were some of the things right off the back that started shifting for you too? I mean, for me, I just, I immediately saw Renee a lot more comfortable talking to me mm-hmm. and, and wanting to be, mean to be around. And the first, first few weeks it was, okay, still, still not feeling a lot of the initiating. And that's the big, been the big thing with Renee initiating time. But um, the first couple of weeks, but I knew it wasn't going to take baby steps. I wasn't expecting her to all of a sudden be like jumping my bones. But yeah, I, I saw her really consciously looking at that. And then after our every, pretty much after every one-on-one talk call is where Renee would just kind of step back for like a day and just kind of digest. And then it was all out. She was coming back with, let's do this. Let's play a game. Let's get together. Let's, and of course we've been stuck in the house. So we, we did this all right around COVID. <laughs> we started this right before she went to Myrtle beach and I surprised her in Myrtle mm-hmm. beach. And again, she enjoyed that surprise. Normally that would have not been met. Well, I would have done that two years ago. I would have done that. I would have never done that to her because she was probably looking forward to not seeing me for a week. You know? <laughs> so, <clears throat> but I knew she wanted, I knew she was going to enjoy seeing me this time because mm-hmm. we had talked enough and I knew that she was going to have, she was going to be welcoming to that. So. So Renee, what about you? What were some of the first things that after joining the program and being in for a little while that you started noticing in your relationship? I just started to feel less inhibited. Like I, I just kind of felt like I was more comfortable with myself. And that that was that's huge for me because the more I'm comfortable with myself, the more I can express. 
I can express love. I can express affection. I can express anything now that I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am as a person. And, it, and that just made all the difference. So, I mean, I think for me, that's been the biggest growth that I've had. You know, we talked to a lot of people and like, this isn't something I've gone deep, deep into with you. Right. But how much has getting to a point where you're being authentic and you're really living as who you truly are, like how much has that lifted from you day to day? Oh my God. (laughs) It's like this, this huge burden. It's like, it used to be a burden. I felt very heavy. And now that I, I feel like this is who I am and it's just totally okay. And it's been amazing. The best sleep that we both had in a long time was the night after our first talk with Cassie about mm-hmm. the program. Yeah. And when we made that decision to invest into it and to do it, I didn't worry about the money. It was all about this is, this is going to work. I'm watching my wife. I'm watching her smile. She's excited. We were looking forward to those calls. We were looking mm-hmm. forward to the homework and the doing the mods and all that stuff. And that just, uh, that was never there before. I would just, 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 I remember her saying to me, oh my God, I feel like I have I had a whole weight taken off my shoulders because she mm-hmm. finally realized she's okay. She's just got to work at moving through this so that we can be okay. It's amazing what that drawing the line in the sand does, isn't it? We have some people who we work with who they know they want to do this, but they can't get started right away. But even both knowing that they made that decision right? That their relationship's that important, that it's that much of a priority that they're going to make it work. Like it's amazing what that gives you in and of itself. Absolutely. And it's amazing. Like you said, Renee, like the, like there's a lot of people and it's not always people who are, they're becoming polyamorous when they haven't been right. But you see it a lot of times where it's like, you just haven't been living as yourself. Like you just haven't been congruent with yourself. You've been living for other people, right? Or you've been living as, as part of just, you had stuff about you that you didn't think was okay. You were living up to other people's expectations. Absolutely. That's totally how I felt. Mm Yeah. And I can say too, that even though I wasn't the one initially bringing this all in, the fact is I haven't really lived to my expectations, to what I really enjoy. Now that I have explored it, now that I see how happy it makes me, doesn't mean I wouldn't have, wouldn't have chosen 28 years ago to marry this woman. I still loved her. But now that I know that I can, I can I'm can, i not doing anything. I'm, I'm just living my life. I'm being who I am. And again, unfortunately, because of what's been going on in this country, I have, we have not been able to be out there and see it. And even my best friend has only seen me face to face once in the last two months. And I guarantee you then when he starts getting around me more and more again, he's going to be like, what the heck have you done? What are you doing? You know, what are you doing? And he'll probably be like, God, you got, you got a girlfriend. I'll be like, yeah. Couple. <laughs> and guess what? My wife's okay with it. <laughs> how, how, in all seriousness, how happy are you that you two made these changes before you were stuck in the house together for two months? I just did. No, there's no, no, no joke about that. If I guarantee it, if we had to be stuck together, I mean, there were days <laughs> even where things were good. We have a, we have a tenant that lives here and she's trying to work and Renee's trying to work and I'm doing stuff and we're all, we're all getting on each other's nerves and we all like each other, but there are days I just got in the car and I'm going to go for a little ride. <laughs> you know, but, but, that's that I knew I was going to come home to a wife that wanted me to come home. I was happy to come home. I missed her. Mm. But if this was before all this oh a couple of years ago, I, we wouldn't have talked. I would have just said, just leave me alone, do your thing and I'll do my thing. And we'll, we'll see you at the, the breakfast table. So moving away from like what was and everything, where are you at today? Like, what does your relationship look like and feel like now? I know you use the word fun a lot, but what mm-hmm. else? Fun, but like, we're open with each other. Mm-hmm. Like we're more open to, to exploring things we used to do and, and exploring new things. We don't know. I mean, yeah. we're, we're new to this non-monogamy. We don't know what's going to come up, but at least if it comes up, we know how to deal mm-hmm. with it. We know how to approach the subjects where it's not going to be a complete uncomfortable situation that we don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. We have the strategies. We, we know how to approach the, the topics with each other. There's a plan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could, both, we could both have partners that go away and we are both just the two of us for a while, for quite a while, and just having a great time with that. And then somebody might come into our lives, either her or I, 
decide we want to partner up with and and we'll we'll work through it again those yep. those same things we'll go back to the mods and say yep this is how we handle this if, mm-hmm. if i'm worried about a little nervous of who she's with and i'll just go through yeah no she still loves me she's still she's still gonna come mm-hmm. home and be with me when she's mm-hmm. with me and and we, we we just we're joking i mean we joke around a lot um just for the day i'll share with you something funny i met with my girlfriend a couple nights ago and the next day, Renee, Renee got a motorcycle helmet. Again, you've created a monster. She's, she bought a motorcycle helmet. We don't own a motorcycle. I don't know where this is going, but okay. I okay. might have to have a call about motorcycle life. It's kind of fantasy of mine. We won't go any further than that. But, but uh, she bought a motorcycle helmet, so she asked me to take a picture. So I took some pictures with my phone. And, of course, she wanted to see the picture. And she says, oh, I don't like that. Well, she's scanning through. Well, she scans through one too many photos and finds a picture of my girlfriend's but naked and she's just like, Oh, there's so-and-so's butt. <laughs> you know? Normally I would, first of all, I'd never give my wife my phone if I had a naked woman on it, but you know, <laughs> she was just laughing about it. You know? I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's her butt. <laughs> you know? I'm sitting cast on the other day. I'm like, look, here's some stormtrooper porn. I think your other partner might like, there you go. Have fun. <laughs> here's, here's a story. Here's, here's the stormtroopers talking about your other stormtroopers. You know, it's good. <laughs> Let me ask you this beyond the, uh, sorry. <laughs> so I've seen that by the way. <laughs> What's interesting listening to you two. And I think a lot of people don't appreciate this enough is like you two have the strategies, right? You know how to navigate the non-monogamy, right? And you've gotten more comfortable with like, that doesn't make you a bad person, right? That doesn't make you a bad person, Jerry. That doesn't make you a bad person, Renee. But what I think a lot of people discount and, and you can hear it beneath what you're saying is how important it is to that process of that being a comfortable thing for your two's relationship to be as strong as possible with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's number one. I mean, we, we've made that a priority. Mm-hmm. We have to be solid in order for this to, to work. Yeah, it's absolutely. No doubt. So what are the biggest things that have shifted between you two specifically, like not even related to polyamory, but just as far as your relationship goes? I think we. I, I think I've gained a new respect for Renee just because of what she's battled for so many years, and I know she's been battling, but it it was causing me pain. So, if the least I put my energy into it, it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna wasn't gonna bother me. And now that I realize that she's been battling this, it's 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 given me definitely a lot more respect for her for battling it and and addressing that she had to figure out a way to get through this. And and I'm I, I pat myself on my back. I'm very proud of myself because. Mm-hmm. I've always been the old fashioned stick in the mud. This is the way it is. Blah, 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 blah. And now that I've kind of like, Hey, I'm, I'm actually like, I'm proud of the fact that I asked that girl out at the restaurant. That was the, my waitress. Mm-hmm. I mean, would have yeah. never thought about doing that. Never would have thought about doing that ever. And it could have gone very bad and it went well, but I mean, it just, I did, it was just, I was felt, I've never felt this confident about myself. And I've had people tell me, well, you see, you seem really confident. You're much more confident than just in the way I present myself every day. And, and now as I go into a new job, I'm, I'm looking forward to that carrying into it. I'm just confident about life, about myself. I'm still working on the weight and I got to get myself healthier, but that will happen. Got to work at it. But it's just nice to have, it's nice to have a reason to get up every morning. First of all, a reason to want to come home mm. and not, okay, well, I'll just go right from work and I'll go Uber. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with what what's, what I'm going to have to answer to or what I'm going to have to hear, hear her talking about. Uh, now I look forward to coming home. I look forward to being around her and, and cause I have a reason to that makes life so much easier. When you, once you identify that you have a reason that it's all okay, this is not what I imagined in, in 1994 when we got married. This is what I want. This is what I imagined, but I didn't imagine the two kids I had. I didn't know what I was going to, and none of that I knew beforehand. So I'm just going to roll with the punches and this is, it's just an easy thing to roll with because she's happy. I'm happy. If she was coming home, if she was not giving me affection and not happy with me, then we probably would have to approach the fact that maybe we're just not meant to be together. Okay. That's fine. So I move on with my person. She moves on and we, but she's having a lot of fun with me. She's, 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 she's playful and cute and fun and silly and things that she hasn't been for years. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that I've seen. One thing that I'm proud of him about is that he is a more confident person. He is he's he's not looking for the validation that he used to like. He's confident in in himself. And that was I think 
from my perspective, that has been the biggest growth for him mm -hmm. is that, and, and I'm so happy to see that. Yeah. How has your twos, you've talked a lot about the fun. How has your twos intimacy and that, that passion, that connection there shifted between you two? Cause you've kind of hinted around. <laughs> much better. <laughs> Things are definitely much better. We're, we're, we're Shall we show you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason wouldn't let us do that. We'll have to stick with that. We'll have to stick with like PG-13. <laughs> No, I mean, things are definitely much better. Mm -hmm. Again, I think a lot of it is because I'm I'm uninhibited now. So, like, I'm exploring more. So, we're just having more fun. And as I mentioned earlier, we're trying things that we used to do a long time ago. We're, we're, it's not necessarily anything in a new playbook. It's just let's bring back mm -hmm. what, what we used to do that we actually had fun with. Yeah. And, and it's been fun. It really, again, I, I know we've said that word a lot, but it, it's really kind of, it, it's been the essence of what we've really gained from this. It's fantastic. Yeah. So with that, in the spirit of fun, what are you so excited about for the future for the two of you? Just enjoying every day you know every day being happy enjoying seeing her grow with my with me and with other people and, and yep. her the same way that's the thing is i wanted whether or not we ended up staying married i wanted my i wanted renee to to be comfortable and happy enough to enjoy yourself with other people in her life. If she chose to be divorced and move on and meet somebody else i wanted her to be able to enjoy herself with that person and up until recently, that wouldn't that wouldn't have happened. It would have, and, and she's had experiences that didn't go very well. So if we aren't meant to be, I at least want you to to be happy. And I'll and I know I'll I know now with my experiences, I'm gonna I'll be find somebody to be happy with. Or if I want to be by myself and and have fun just living my life as a single person, that that can work. I don't need to be validated by having a girlfriend or a wife or somebody that that needs to be with me and wants to be with me it's it's going to be fun just to you know share share our fun times together share each other's stories share each other's lives even if it's just a silly story i called her a little while ago about a silly story that happened when i was driving earlier with a, with a patient the lady got off work she was so happy and i'm like oh you're happy because you're getting off work she goes no i'm going to get a haircut you know she was so excited to get a haircut and so i just called her i normally wouldn't call her but i'm like renee will get a kick out of that story and she did Last two years ago, I went and called her and told her that story because she was like, yeah, whatever. We didn't want to have that that antagonistic connection. That's the way it had been. So Yeah, we're, we're happy within ourselves, but being together just enhances that happiness. I, I think the biggest thing for him is I, I, I struggled with him feeling like I was the one who had to make him happy. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case anymore. He's happy with me or without me but in a good way mm -hmm. you know he doesn't need me to complete that happiness we just extend it from right. each other it's amazing when our relationships move from and you talked a little earlier about like staying together out of obligation or out of situation and when we remove that and we're with the person that we love because mm -hmm. we want to be with that person because yeah. we enjoy being with that person not Absolutely. because we have to not because of circumstance it's a beautiful thing. And I'm glad to, to, to see the two of you grow so much over the weeks that we work together. Yeah. So aside for that, what are some other big takeaways? Just a few that folks watching that you'd like them to know, that you'd like them to hear about from what you've learned and where you've gone. I mean, I've said this on some of the calls, some of the other, other people that have been in the program and I'm watching them going through what I went through three, you know, two months ago, three months ago when we first started. It's just a matter of just let it let it happen. And I've said this all along. Just I tell told people on the calls, just let Josh and Cassie take you through this. They're gonna they're gonna take care of you. You might not think there might be a, a moment where you might have to get get knocked down a little bit. But once you get back up, you're gonna get back up stronger. And and one in one in specific a few weeks ago with one person that I was just like, I wanted to reach out and say, I hear you, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. I, I was there and I'm not there anymore. You're going to be fine. Just, just embrace it. Just enjoy it and let them guide you. And, and when that moment happens down the road where I might feel a little apprehension or jealousy or worry or anything, I, all I have to do is think about that and, and it'll get me through it. To piggyback what he said, in order to 
have the most success, you got to do the work. <laughs> you really have mm -hmm. to, it might not be comfortable, but you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable and literally follow what your suggestions are because that's what's going to get you to that next level. That's fantastic. And so I'd be remiss if I didn't say for people watching, like if you feel like you need some help, right? If you're in a stuck spot and you want to make some changes in your relationship, set up a call. Like that's where it starts. That's where it started for you too. Yeah. Right. And, and do that and, and have that discussion and see what changes you can make to turn things around because some of these problems go on and, and this isn't unique to you two, like some of these problems go on for a long time mm -hmm. and but they can be solved. That's what I was saying earlier about a lot of people being hopeless a lot of times. Like if you're in that spot and you need some help, set up a call with us. You can go to touchflavor.com forward slash talk and do that. And we will talk to you and see what changes you need to make to turn some things around and make some changes in your relationship as well. And it really does start there. That's where everybody starts. That's where you two started. That's where mm -hmm. yeah. You know, earlier this week started. We have some really awesome people graduating all at the same time here. So it's just, we're just going to shower everybody else with all this goodness that you all have to share. You know how like there's like the, the class of like 2020. We have like the class of COVID that are now graduating. Let me ask you this. What would you say? What would you say for people who are thinking like, man, I think I need some help, but I don't know if I want to set up a call. I don't know. That sounds scary. Just do it. It it, it is scary, and that's good. <laughs> it be scary. If it were not scary, then you guess what? You don't have a problem. It's going to be mm -hmm. scary because it's it's a lot. You have to do it. It's 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 an investment of of time and passion, and you have to be devoted, just like a relationship. The relationship mm -hmm. we're devoting to fix, we're also committing to devote the relationship that we forged with you two and saying, we're going to do this. We're going to stick it out. And we're going to do this. And it's, to me, it's a no brainer. If anybody were to say, we've, we've, we've had this discussion. We know a lot of people that could benefit from this who aren't even, who are strictly monogamous, mm. but they could benefit from this kind of program because it teaches you how to communicate. Even if the problem is just who does the laundry and who, you know, cleans the litter boxes or whatever. If those are the, their biggest issues, that can be fixed. There's a way to talk around it versus hating each other. It just so happened that we worked it out that this was a this was an avenue Renee was exploring, and we 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 jumped in it. I just said, hey, if I'm if I'm gonna if I'm committed to my wife, which I am, then we're gonna do this. It's not out of obligation. I, if I was obligated and I didn't want to do it, I would have done it. Mm -hmm. I said, do it, do it yourself. But by going into it full force and doing the mods together and scheduling the time and making sure that whether it was just hanging out to catch up on our day, that's important. It's not just about getting together in the bed. It's about talking about your day, talking about what's going on, what you're thinking. Even sometimes there were some issues that we were dealing with, with the program that I had to, I'm concerned about this, that, and we would kind of talk it over. And, and, and we knew that if we really got stuck, we could call one of you or get a, and a lot of times the Thursday night calls after those were like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> you know, that, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. And so and so and so and so did it and they got through it. So, okay. Yeah. One thing I wanted to add is here's the thing you're worth it. And with the two of you guiding people through the process, you are in the best hands you mm -hmm. could possibly be. Honestly, no you doubt. can't, you don't want to do this on your own because that's just, that's a, more of a struggle. You have two two very caring people who know what they're doing to guide you through the process. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you give that to yourself? It's truly a gift. No, absolutely. And 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 other people and other other couples that there's been just comments people have made that I'm like I can speak to that. I can listen to that. I can maybe interject something to that. But yeah, no, I I did everything Renee said. I mean, this is. This is the best decision we made for our marriage since the day she said I do. That's the best decision we we made. It's definitely made. There's no there's no turning back at this point. There's not no no getting back to where we were. And and if it starts to go that way, we're going to get out of it because it's going to be easy to get out of it. We just kind of stick to the program. You two have been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with other people yeah. who can can benefit from hearing it and doing it in such an honest and fun and awesome way. And 
I want to say thank you for being kick-ass clients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you and 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 Josh mentioned, you know, we've had a, a group of folks. Not everybody graduating. makes it look this easy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure. But, <laughs> but to, you know, but but the two of you showed up, you did the work, you came vulnerable, even from mm-hmm. that first breakthrough call, you came vulnerable and open and and ready. And that's the kind of folks we want to work with. And yeah. it's been a pleasure having you and serving you and getting to watch you go through this whole experience. It's been amazing. Well, and that's really what it takes, right? You know, when I said, I oh, makes it look this easy because you have to do the work, right? This right. isn't just you sign up and you're done. Like you do, you have to do the work. You have to be committed. You have to be willing to learn new things, right? You have to be willing to overcome challenges. You have to be willing to be brave. We talk so much to people about that, right? But you two are all of those things. And look where you're at now. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. So you two have been absolutely fantastic. Again, thank you two so much for being on here. And we look forward to continuing to serve you two going forward. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, where we're building relationships outside of the box. Got a question about kink, power exchange, or open relationships that you've been holding on to for years? This is the place to ask it. Submit your question at atouchofflavor.com slash ask or leave us a voicemail at 833-ASK-TOF1.